Weird. Hey, 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 hey. Hello. Hello, Craigston. Hey. What is happening? Uh, hello. Welcome to Weird. Hey, yeah, this is Weird, the podcast that yeah, brings you why all you, the news. You're, looking, you're, you're gazing at me lovingly, and you're forgetting what are you talking about? a podcast. <laughs> oh, that was, a, you were, look, that was lovingly. You're so weird. Uh, this is the podcast that brings you all the news that you can use to blow a fuse, and it's all true, and it's all weird. Most, as far as we know. It's true. It very, very much seems weird. We vet. We vet them out. I just woke up from a nap, so I'm kind of in. Like I said, I'm in the. I'm in a. I'm walking on marshmallows right Great. now. I'm just kind of fluffy brained. Great, we moment. got that going for us. Some would say that I was already fluffy brained. Yeah, I would say I that. Don't know. I but either way, it's what I'd, I'd be one that says that. But hey, it's it's Monday, April twenty seventh. Uh, that's and, true, and we're and we're stuck in quarantine. Still, yeah. This is a yep. uh, this is the COVID nineteen episode number five. I thought it was four. No, you thought wrong last week. Time. Yes, and I, and I looked it up. It's this is the fifth time we're recording from our uh, virtual studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I kind of uh, like it. Well, I'm at the annex. You're at your virtual. You studio. are at the annex. That's true. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, you're you're at you're at your annex. I'm I'm at the annex. You're at never mind. Yeah, you're at the annex. I'm at the virtual studio. Because the annex, they didn't kick me out of. I could still actually. Unlock it. You're, you're lucky, in. by the way. Uh, yeah. I'd have kicked you out years ago. <laughs> hey, you look like Tim Robbins there. I look like a... Hey, Tim the, Robbins, when's your next movie coming out? I look like uh, the Hud- Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. This quarantine thing is just doing nothing but making me thicker. Hudsucker Proxy 2. When's that coming out? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> don't want to look like him. <laughs> well... <laughs> you better see a plastic surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about what you look like. Uh, I, it's did, anybody been said, see, did anybody see the, the very first Jennifer Aniston movie called Leprechaun? I have been compared to uh, Marky Mark. <laughs> yeah, well, your physique is undeniable. <laughs> you look exactly like him. It's crazy. I have. I've been compared to Mark Wahlberg. Good vibrations. And now, when we were in when we were in high school, I uh, was compared to Tommy Shaw. Same height and everything. You look nothing like him. Though. Did too. Ask, could, ask Suzanne. Actually, oh, we well, can't. He was in a rock band. You can't ask Suzanne anymore. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Wow, that was cold on your part. It just hit me. Yeah. Anyhow, um, we've got we got all kind of weird news tonight. I just told a story. I just actually told a story, and and she was in that story recently. Seriously. Yeah, I was telling I was telling G a story, and it involved running into her. But I won't tell that story. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear it right now, especially because we're I, I we're just, in the middle of a I, podcast here. We're we're in the middle of the hi ho. We're in the middle of the. What happened to your voice just then? I don't know, man. So I, I only knew her a little bit, though. Well, I knew the, her in passing. The, the listener has no idea what we're talking about. So let's we're talking about we will carry who, it on gonna, later. We'll them, I'm going to. Fill them in real quick. It's a girl we went to school with who sadly passed away, like many others that we went to school with. Mark Patch would know who she is. Who? Mark. Mark. Oh, Patch. Mark Patch knows who she is, and um, 
and he was making reference to her. And then we went off in one of our little spirals where we just have a conversation and you're not part of it. So, she told me I look that. like Tommy Shaw. Oh, yeah, yeah. She said he looked like Tommy Shaw, which is funny. It made my 1984, he, by the way. I, I can bring up a picture of him right now. and it doesn't. He does not look like Tommy Shaw. He looks about <laughs> as much like Tommy Shaw as I do. Well, poor Tommy didn't uh, age well, though. It didn't age as well as I have. <laughs> dang. It's rougher rougher for him than I recall. <laughs> I'm not a Tommy. You know, I'm, I'm Team Dennis. Yeah, I'm Team Tommy, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but Dennis DeYoung can go take his musical on the road. I'm not a fan. He does, and I attend. No, Tommy Shaw was a rocker. I don't know what Dennis DeYoung. You just he like was. Tommy because he's such a liberal. I can listen. Yeah, right. I can listen to some of the the high points with Dennis DeYoung because they bring back you know, bring back memories. But as far well, what as about listen, when he toured with? Because he's got a new Tommy Shaw now that's better than Tommy. I don't. I don't want. I want the Tommy Shaw. I don't want a a, a imitation. Last time we saw I don't him, want a journey, I don't want. A, I, don't, I don't want a journey impersonator. I don't, you know, I don't want a Steve Perry impersonator. I don't want. You know, uh, who who else is doing this recently? No, Somebody if I if I go see Journey, I want Steve Perry on stage. Yeah, yeah. Well, but if I if I go now. to see Sticks, uh, everybody's replaceable except for Dennis. So. That's what I do. I go see Sticks That's whenever. That's not true. It's so That's true. Not true. It's so true. Dennis, no, no. okay, Dennis brought the creativity. You got to admit that because it's the been gone. The flamboyancy. <laughs> you don't like Dennis because he's been married to the same woman for 40 years. Just Why admit it. Words in my mouth? I don't like him because he's annoying. He, he said is not. Modern, yeah, he, he said modern man. Modern That's man. the song, man. That's how it's written. That's not his the fault. The word is modern. He wrote no, it. No, it's modern. Modern. Yeah, you don't know how they talk in the future. Oh, yeah, that is a good point. I didn't See? think about that. There you go. I just set you straight. Yeah, because he, he's a robot, which would explain why he's so horrible. <laughs> Are you done? With what? <laughs> because we, I was going to give a quick rundown of some of the stories we got coming up. We got oh, a, okay. Hey, do you ever play rock, paper, scissors? I'm not 12. Of course I do. We've, we've got a very weird story about rock, paper, scissors. It's gonna, that's going to be our top story now. That's what's going to kick us off. And then we got Florida news. Uh, some good news coming out of Florida no, for a not, change. That's not that's not what's going to kick us off. It'll be lack of audience, <laughs> lack of entertainment. Oh, you remember our story about the llamas with the Zoom? Uh, where well, there's a new animal in the game. We're going to be talking about that. Yeah. Uh, we've got a library cleaner that took up took it upon herself to do some deep cleaning. That's that's pretty funny. Um, we've got a, the weirdest. Uh, Excuse for a speeding to get out of a speeding ticket I've ever heard. Uh, we got some really weird uh, food fight news from uh, Denny's coming at you. Well, I don't need to listen to the show now because you've told me everything. No, this here. is what you can hear, and, and I've skipped a few now. We got Park Rangers. Uh, uh, it's taking us back to a story from years ago. We've got our own Park Rangers. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we do. But, okay, so are you ready? You ready to get this show started? For I mean, what? we've only been on what ten minutes now. Seems like a lot longer. Story. $500,000 bet on rock, paper, scissors ruled invalid by Quebec court. Let's bet. Let's do it right now. Ready? Okay. All right. I cut you right up. Dang it. Do you one, owe me 500K. Two, two out of three. Oh. Okay. One, two, three. Oh, I smashed you. Dang it. <laughs> Two out of three. No, you owe me five hundred k. But just out of curiosity, <laughs> you stink at this game, man. Just out of curiosity, let's just out of curiosity. Let's see what the next one is. All right, you ready? Uh -huh. One, two, th rock. That's so, what I got rock. Yeah. 
So see, I'll take it. Check, money, order, or cash. Five hundred k. I can write you a check for five hundred thousand. That's not <laughs> oh, a problem. Oh, I thought you wanted cash. That's one of my favorite lines. <laughs> oh, you'll take a check. <laughs> I thought you wanted cash. <laughs> What's that from? Uh, I've forgotten you some movie. Oh, it was, it was one of your favorite lines ever, but you can't remember what's from. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a great line. I think it, you know what it is from Paul Reiser's stand up. Would you like to hear the rest of the story? Yeah, well, you asked the question and I'm answering you. A $500,000 debt incurred from three games of rock, paper, scissors is invalid. Unlike you, which is an invalid <laughs> in the Quebec court of appeal. We're going to get letters. Quebec, here we are. The Quebec court of appeal has ruled Edmund Mark Hooper. The unfortunate loser of the classic hand game took out a mortgage on his house to pay off the debt a fact that was acknowledged in a notarized <laughs> contract, but the superior Ooh. court canceled that mortgage in a 2017 decision, which was appealed by Michael Premier. Oh yeah, who beat, who beat Hooper in the game of rock paper scissors. That Hooper and is won a loser. The five hundred seventy thousand uh, five hundred seventeen thousand dollar wager. What did you want to interrupt me? What I'm just saying that that Hoover is a loser, a, a big loser, and he didn't pay his bet. He didn't pay his debt either. He he took him to court. Okay, I guess I could say this cool name again. Premier yes. told the court best of three game uh, the best of three game took place in January 2011. Quebec law stipulates that for a wagering contract to be valid, it must be related to activities requiring only skill or bodily exertion on the part of the parties rather than to chance. Furthermore, the amount wager uh, wagered must not be excessive. Well, that's pretty excessive, especially how for did rock, this paper, make scissors. this into the system? How did this make it into reality? I don't know, but I'll tell you, there is a skill to rock, paper, scissors. All right, let's do it one more time. Ready? All right. Ready? One, two, three. I oh, see you watched. You, you cheated. How did I cheat? You went slow as I was bringing my scissors down. I did not. You did. Uh, You're mad you because you lost. <laughs> Two out of three? Okay, two out of three. Ready? You count it down. Wait. One, two, three. So you're watching me now. I mean, we're not doing that. <laughs> you you slowed down. So I won the first one. You lost your chance on the last two. I won that round. Mm -mm. All right. Are you going to finish your story? I mean, we're doing a podcast here. Oh, I thought it was over, actually. No. Uh, amount, amount wagered ruled excessive in the 2017 judgment. Superior Court Justice Chantal... Really? Chantaly Lace <laughs> found Chantale the rock paper It's Chantal Chatelaine. Chatelaine. Found that rock, paper, scissors is not simply a game of luck. The game, That's right. Chantelaine ruled, could, in certain precise circumstances, call upon the skill of the parties, particularly in the speed of execution, the sense of obser observation, yep. or the putting in place of strategic sequence. Yeah. But she invalidated the contract nonetheless, judging the amount wagered to be excessive. When uh, tasked with examining the decision, the appeals court reached a slightly different conclusion in a ruling published April 17th. While it found the game may call up a certain me uh, measure of skill, it seems evident that the game also involves a large part of chance so that it does not take only skill or bodily exertion on the part of the parties. The court concluded the court also <laughs> upheld the lower court's conclusion that the $517,000 wager was excessive. My band name for the night, bodily exclusion. Yeah. 
I'm saying if they uh, bet, you, you, you cut out right then. What did you say your name of your band is? Uh, what are you talking about? I already said it. We can't do it. Something twice. exclusion? No, not exclusion. Yeah, you can tell me right now what it was. <laughs> Bodily exertion. Bodily exertion. That's it. Okay. It wasn't so much that you cut out as much as I just didn't listen. It's normal, and I and no, I'm actually, used to that. Actually, you did cut out. Sometimes when you're talking on that wackadoodle twenty eight eight modem that you're running on over there, it no, comes same thing over. happens with you. It just doesn't record no. that way, and that's fantastic. No, whatever. It'd be, it'd be more <laughs> fantastic if it didn't record your side at all. Whatever. We got. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what we got now? What? Headline is, and this is this is what you know. There's like you got a super short story. Look at this. Well, look at the next one. It's fair. Yours is like four lines. Well, it's fair. Five. Um, the the silver lining to the COVID cloud is showing all over the place. You know what I mean? Things are happening. Um, I've got a doctor friend who is a psychotherapist, and he said that all of his patients are blossoming during this time. He 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 uh, counsels teens they're sprouting plants no but he said that they're home with their families and everybody's together they're all eating dinner together they're all having uh, conversations and they're just doing great Funny how that works it is isn't it well here's another silver cloud headline is miami no go- no, no, no 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 not a silver cloud a, a, silver, a silver lining cloud. i'm sorry all right well the cloud may be silver i've seen silver clouds it usually means there's rain coming you're delusional you're delusional headline is miami goes seven weeks without a murder for the first time since 1957. You know what that tells me? That, that, that's, that's been since you were born. <laughs> yeah, it has been since I was born in 10, 10 plus 10 years. No, I mean, the last time same it as happened you. was since you, last time was the year you were born. We're same age, time, mister. But... Actually, I think no. you're a little older than me. Judging by hair color. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, from Miami. For the first time since 1957, which was a great year for Chevys, the city of Miami went at least seven weeks without a single murder. That's that's amazing. The city did not report a homicide from February 17th until April the 12th. The Miami police. April. I started to call you April, but your name's not April. No, Aaron's it's not. Bir- Aaron's birthday, everyone, if you want to send him presents, is May 7th. He'll be... Uh, he'll be 50, uh, 63 years old. <laughs> Take and, 10 at uh, minus 10. You're 60, you're 53 this year too, mister. Shortly, right at like two days after it, mine. So, so May 7th. And if you want to send me cash, it's May 23rd. <laughs> the Miami police department released the statistics last week. While stay at home orders are playing a role, the police chief says he, uh, the trend started in mid February before social distancing was put in place. What was that word you just tried to say? I said social distancing. You distancing. <laughs> I said ventriloquist. I got to get out of here. I'm going to the mountains. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, Miami police say other crimes have also decreased in the area. I bet if you took a poll all over America, crime is down. I know drug the drug trade's down. When I was doing research for the show, there is a number of stories about the the drug trade being way down. So you're in a roundabout way saying your your sales are down? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that. But you did say roundabout, which is a fantastic song by the super band, yes. Yeah. You know, yes. I like owner of a lonely heart. I don't I'm not a big I'm not a big prog rock fan, but Well, you gotta admit, uh all, I, I've seen all good people. Hey. You've seen all of them. <laughs> 
Well, biblically speaking, there are no good people. That's true. <laughs> so yes. Are you done with your Are you done with your story? Yes, it was kinda... I've been done. I'm waiting on you to start your next one. Fine. North Carolina farm rents out miniature donkey named Aaron to crash video calls. <laughs> That's not its name. A min- this is from Indian Trail, North Carolina. A miniature donkey named a miniature donkey named Mumbo number five is getting some online love in North Carolina, where a farm is getting in on the idea of having animals spice up tedious virtual meetings during the coronavirus pandemic. Peace this, and peace. That donkey farm. sings, by the way. He sings. Yeah, he says a little bit of Monica in you know. <clears throat> Sometimes a thought in your head probably should stay there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going to get mail from your mom on that one. Anyway, (laughs) Peace and Peas Farms will rent Mambo, the eight-year-old miniature donkey, and his friends to crash company conference calls. The Charlotte Observer reported this camera-crowding donkey is like a pesky little brother that doesn't let anyone relax too long. Now, you're the little one. Um, That's right. You're the older one. So we got that going. We've done set things straight. I'm just going to push through this. Companies can choose other farm animals they want to invite as guests on their video calls. According to the Farm Animals Meeting Registration website, they include three horses, Hiran, Zeus, and Eddie, along with, (laughs) or is it Hiran? I don't don't know. know. Along with some chickens and ducks. I think I, uh, I think it would get some laughs. Sure, Dunlap it would. Said, Customers can reserve ten minutes with the animals for fifty dollars, and Dunlap said coworkers can also choose a virtual meeting name for the farm animal. So you could have like a name with the animal up on the screen doing you know being five bucks a minute. Craig, we need to start doing hire out a weirdo. Hire, I could hire yeah, hire you to pop into their meetings. Hire hire a weirdo, and one of us will just join the meetings. Check this out. Since so she's created their website on Saturday, Dunlap. Uh, said she's also gotten requests from teachers who want the animals to crash their virtual classrooms. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, Mr. Dunlap was asking about you this week. What did he say? He said, Craig's belly Dunlapped over his belt still. <laughs> and I said, <clears throat> you do you write those on the fly or do you just have a book? I or, do. Well, I write them. I write them as a go. It's a talent. Not, not, a, not a good talent. A, but, no, it's not actually not a no. Not really that great. Here's a headline we can get behind. We got friends that work at a library around here. Uh, we did. Well, that's true. Headline is library books. I don't know what you're talking about. Library books rearranged in size order by a cleaner, which cracks me up. A well-meaning cleaner who took the opportunity to give a locked down library a thorough clean, reshelved all of its books, Craig, in size order. Oh, no. Staff at the New Market Library in Suffolk discovered the sloping tomes after a building after the building underwent a deep clean. James Powell, you remember, you know James, right? Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy Powell. Yeah, little little Jimmy Powell. Yeah, yeah you remember yeah, that yeah. time he cracked corn? Psh, I didn't care <laughs> at all. Man. You're full of them today, aren't you? James Powell of Suffolk Library said staff saw the funny side, but it would take a bit of time to correct. I bet it will. It looks like libraries will be closed for a while, so we'll have plenty of time to sort the books out, said he. The cleaner is a lovely. Don't know what that means. The, the cleaner is, is, lovely. is lovely. The cleaner not, is lovely. Is not is a, it's just is. <laughs> the cleaner is lovely and does a great job in the library. It was an honest mistake and just one of those things, uh, so we would never want her to feel bad about it. Here's what happened, Craig. 
they're doing a deep clean, which means every inch of the library has to be clean. Somebody said, you clean the books. That's your job. You clean the books. So she took them all out, cleaned them one by one, and she didn't know the Dewey Decimal System. So she thought, yeah, well. You don't know the Dewey Decimal System? So, so that's what happened. A tweet by Crystal Vittles. I don't eat Crystal Used Vittles. To- Mm, I do. I used to, but then they crystals are delicious. Well, no, I don't want that white. I don't want. The, I don't want that white castle. I don't. Need, I've, I've tried white castle one time in my life. I said never again. No, no, crystal. Crystal is the only square burger to eat. Anyway, a tweet by Crystal Vittles, head of the service delivery at Suffolk Libraries, about the enthusiastic cleaner has been shared more than five thousand times. And it was really funny though. Is her name looks like it actually is Crystal spelled with a K. Yeah, Vittles. Yeah, it may be. She's she tweeted. You think you're having a well, bad? I mean, week? I'm looking at it. Her picture's right there, and it says Crystal Vith. It's you not her. It's not her. It's not her. Her. Uh, I'm just going to. I'm just going to plow through right here. You think you're yeah, having no, a bad week? No, that's what I do. Oh, you don't like it when I do that. Oh, I see. <laughs> no, I do. Now it makes me it laugh. <laughs> hey, don't hit the mic, man. It messes things up. You think you're having a bad week? My poor colleague has just been in to do her daily check of the library building. The cleaner has. stared deep cleaning the space so far so good and has cleaned the shelves but has put 18.5 bays of books back in size order so that uh brought seems to be bringing you you, you, i'm trying to figure what she was trying to say it's the cleaner has started it says stared. Okay, yeah, Crystal yeah. Bills, you have to go back and learn how to. You're, you're working on a library, but you can't. You can't spell. Yeah, I mean, Twitter gives us extra letters now. I mean, she could. She could have put that. That, that was no. That wasn't an abbreviation. That was actually just right. a typo. Yeah, she could have put that extra T in there. Hey, Mustang driver said he didn't stop because he thought troopers wanted to race. Look at you with your little bitty short story. God, what? It's About not fair. Time. Not fair, I say. This comes from Indiana. It comes from Indiana, but it's a Minnesota man who was arrested last <laughs> yes. night in Elkhart County. After officials said he led Indiana State Police in a high-speed pursuit because he thought they wanted to race. <laughs> According to the press release, 25-year-old Musab Al-Hussein oh my gosh. Was, clocked, was clocked by troopers going 120 miles an hour in a 70-mile-an-hour zone. The Red Mustang was chased for 25 miles with troopers throwing <laughs> stop sticks twice. Stop sticks. Is that like the... the the uh, the, the What are they called? The nail strips? What are they yeah, called? The, they're called stop strips. Oh, this says stop sticks or or stop sticks. It depends on which, which officer. It depends on which officer you're watching on live PD. Okay, police say all who's uh, all who's all. I can't <laughs> what say police say? All who's saying? Police say told troopers he didn't stop because he thought officers wanted to race. He was taken to the Elkhart County Jail and now faces preliminary charges for resisting police, reckless driving, and several moving violations. You look like you really could be out in the mountains with that coat on and that hat. And that scruff, you got the scruff going on. I got a little scruff myself. I scruff myself. <clears throat> Headline is. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Aaron. Hey, Mr. man. Mr. 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 Out of here stopped by. He said he wanted <laughs> you to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's that, that, that got me. That's good. Hey, what? Hey, hey! Do you remember? Do you remember that? Do you remember that one teacher we had, Mister Shut Your Face? <laughs> yeah, he said, "Why don't you shut your face?" I didn't have any of his classes. <laughs> 
Uh, I can play your game just as poorly as you can. <laughs> Headline is topless woman goes on a rampage. Grand whoa, whoa, whoa! This, this is a family show. Well, Mr. I'm just I, I read them. I don't write the news. I'm not CNN. Okay. Then Top- why did you include a picture? I didn't. There's no picture here. Don't tell our listeners that. Okay. Topless woman goes on rampage. Grand slams all plates. No mooning over she, Miami. She was at Denny. Wait, she was at Denny's. Yes, she was at Denny's. Okay, they. Oh, I see. What they, they, I I thought they grand made, slams. I I I thought of Denny's, but I didn't realize they were trying to be funny. Did I ever tell you that the, that the greatest breakfast I've ever had in my life? Yeah, you've you've told everyone that was a grand slam, uh, cinnamon apple pancake breakfast. Did I ever tell you the greatest breakfast I've ever had was at the Four Seasons Hotel in San Francisco? Uh-uh. You didn't, I didn't that know that. The most amazing breakfast I've ever had in my life. That says a lot about us that we remember our best meals ever. And, and also, and don't kid yourself. <laughs> that mom was at Denny's. <laughs> don't, don't, don't kid yourself. I didn't pay for the Four Seasons. <laughs> You've got to be really quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, no mooning over Miami, Craig. No. This half-naked woman was topless. Oh, wait. Band name for Craig tonight. Mooning over Miami. That's not bad. That's not bad. No, that's not bad. The half-naked woman was topless, but she did serve up her own version of a Grand Slam, destroying at least 100 plates in a Southern California Denny's. The topless woman was caught on video Thursday around 11.20 in the morning grabbing plates from a large stack in the seating area at the Hawthorne County restaurant and smashing the heck out of them. Her rampage went on for at least a couple of minutes as patrons and employees yelled for her to stop. Her only was reply was shut the blank up, man. And then quickly back to the bang up work at hand. Police showed, uh, showed up while she was still in the middle of her plate chucking riot and eventually controlled the situation and detained the woman. Police say that they'd gotten a call about a woman at a bus stop uh, disrobing and arguing with people before making her way into the Denny's. It sounds like uh, bath salts. That's what it sounds like. Oh, you know it is. Yeah. It's got to be. I don't I I know Denny's actually sold bath salts. They don't. They, they don't, but they do, I believe, at the bus station where she was starting this thing. Oh, right. right yeah. Right. Uh, we're told she was detained and will undergo a mental evaluation. Officers believe she was under the influence of something. By the way, the Denny's is closed for regular dining due to coronavirus, but still open for online pickup orders, which luckily don't require plates or shirts. Wow. Hey, we got a poop story. No way. We'll now wait as Aaron <laughs> pushed the button. I forgot what page it was on. You better get ready because there's probably a surprise in here somewhere. Fecal surprise. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I can't take it back. Drunk who beat lollipop man with his own stick smeared police cell with poo. Is that not? It's one of our perfect headlines. It really is. It's a classic. What's a lollipop man? It's it's in our gold series. We represent the lollipop man. (laughs) (laughs) You going? Um, UK Jones hurried. What Jones Hurl starts? I feel like it started right in the middle of the well, story. This came from the UK, uh, not the USA. Thank goodness. I don't think uh, we have lollipop men over here in the USA. They'd probably be arrested. Jones hurled extra racist insults. They weren't just regular. They were. No, they got the bonus plan. Racist insults at youngsters and punched the windscreen windshield <laughs> of a Fiat 500, which smashed 
earlier than he collapsed. Uh, smash, which, whoa, what? <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> Who this, wrote this. Whoever this wrote this, been, written weird. they've been in the sauce, it looks like. And I noticed <laughs> it, too, when I was putting this. Jones hurled extra racist insults at youngsters and punched the windscreen of a Fiat 500, which she smashed earlier and then he <laughs> collapsed in a bush after being confronted by dad and mom. <laughs> Makes no. I, I see what it says. Okay, let me let me interpret it. Uh, Mr. Jones and me hurled yeah. extra racist insults at four children or teen, teens, we'll say, and then he uh, slammed a windshield of a Fiat which had crashed earlier, uh, and then yeah. he collapsed uh, in a bush after being confronted by the parents of those uh, teens that he was insulting. Did I do that right? Pretty good. Okay, I guess. good. He was thinking of a Fiat. <laughs> Go ahead. You know what Ford stands for, don't you? <laughs> Fix it again, Tony. Tony. <laughs> Dale, you're thinking of a Fiat. Um, police arrested him. However, Jones threatened to spit into the officer's faces earlier oh. than being locked into a custody suite. The place he smeared. That sounds nice. I mean, do you well, want? I don't know what the. You're gonna have to narrow. You're gonna have to break this one down too. If you had the choice of going to jail or the custody suite, which one would you choose? I think the custody suite. Sounds <laughs> That's where nice. I'm going. <laughs> they arrested him. However, Jones threatened to spit into the officer's faces. Got that part down. Rather than be locked into the custody suite, <laughs> then he played. He smeared. I don't, I don't know what I'm reading. Something about threatening to smear their phones with with feces. <laughs> no, not their phones. The entire cell of the other oh, cell of the custody suite. I'm sorry. They call it mobiles. What they call it. We're going to have to add so, custody suite to our list of uh, names, man. like right under the slammer, or what? like, or, or the name of a, another name for a band, custody suite. Yeah, or the clink. You know. Okay, oh, man, this the stony lonesome. The, this is like your one, like one of your stupid friends you went to school with who never learned to use periods or commas. <laughs> and by the time you get, and Lori knows what I'm talking about. Yes, and you Lori get to the does. Very, you, and you get to the very end of the sentence, and you're a dumber person for it. By you the way, have no idea. Lori gave me the stink eye a minute ago um, because when does she not? Well, that's a good point too. Uh, but I said the best meal I ever had was at a Denny's. What I meant to say was the best meal I'd ever had out was at the Denny's. Darn it. Well, you didn't mean, yeah, you didn't mean, you weren't. No, I wasn't talking about like, no, because Lori, her baked spaghetti, forget about it. Uh, I try. Wait, what? (laughs) She said I'm backpedaling. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Anyway, so he threatened to to smear poop all over the the, the prison cell. I'm sorry, the the custody suite cell. (laughs) Jones of King's Norton. The Gray Bar Motel. That's just three. three, That's just three three miles away. (laughs) Uh, three hours away. Um, easy for you to say. He's now been, huh? That's easy for what? you to say. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, Kings Norton Birmingham has now been jailed for 35 months after he admitted a string of racial assaults and inflicting ABH. Now, isn't that antisocial behavior? Is what yes, ABH is? yes, yes. We learned that. Talking after the sentencing at Birmingham Crown Courtroom, PC, uh, Amanda Winter. They have a PC that talks. Of yeah. West Midlands Police. Stated, it probably says Jones' behavior was. Huh. It probably says I'm broken. I can't start. Blue screen. 
That's all you got? Why do you shake your head when you say that? Because that's what a PC like would do. Because a PC is always... Anyway, <laughs> Jones' behavior was utterly unacceptable and fairly, frankly, downright disgusting. We welcome the sentence he has acquired, and we want to thank the quite a few victims. This is the worst written for England. <laughs> victims to the group for his or her resilience and bravado when confronting this man. I want, when we're done, okay, Yeah. I want you to show this to Lori and have her read it. And Lori can interpret it. No, I just want her to see, just validate how painful. You may this, get over here to read it. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> she, she wouldn't do it. That she would, ain't doing it. She wouldn't. No. Headline is, man breaks into closed restaurant, spends four days eating and drinking at supplies. Now, when you read this and we start making jokes about it, be careful. You don't, you don't want to offend someone's relative. No, I, no you're the one that might, does that. You might, might have broken in and thought they were Jesus and ate the pizza. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if she still listens, you're going to get hate mail again. Louis, the circumstances were comical. Louis Angle Ortez, age 42. Angle? Yeah, that's how Miguel pronounces his. His middle name is Angle. It's so, Angel because he's an he's an angel. Louise Angle Allen Ortez, age forty two, was arrested Tuesday morning after he was found asleep with a bottle of rum inside a downtown eatery, according to Jack Sparrow. According to the New Haven Police Department, authorities said officers arrived on the scene around eleven thirty in the morning in response to a report about a robbery in progress. When investigators uh, reviewed the restaurant surveillance system, they alleged that Ortez was actually, had actually broken into the restaurant four days earlier. Ortez then helped himself over the course of the four days to the restaurant's food, liquor, and beer. The New Haven see if he had laid all if he had not touched the liquor and beer, he could still be in there eating today. But you know what he you did? Know, I did. What did he do? He got drunk and set an alarm off. You know what's funny? This is funny. I didn't know. I saw a commercial today. I was watching. Uh, you ever watch? Uh, Pluto TV. It's a streaming service. No, I've seen it, but oh, I've never watched it. Oh, it's great. It's great. It's like having a, a wackadoodle, like basic cable lineup. Oh, it's cool. It's free. Is there a local? There's, uh, there's local news or something. I think not, not channels, but like a local news recap or something. That I is think. the one thing that I miss the most about basic cable in the eighties was the local access television. Oh, that you talk about community access. No, no, yeah. no, but it's, uh, no, I'm just saying it's just, a, it's just a collection of stuff. And there's like binge worthy stuff. Like I had uh, unsolved mysteries on earlier and I watched the Adams family the other night and there's just all this stuff. But anyway, I saw a commercial for <laughs> this great. app. That's now. a great story. Yeah. No, no, I'm getting to the drinking part, the, the alcohol part of your story. There's an app you can download now for ordering, uh, booze. Yeah. And the app touts, you get it within an hour. And you know, do it now. You just get you, you an hour later. It's at your door. So I don't want to buy any, but I want to try it out because I'm like I want to see what happened. No, I don't want to try it out like buy any. I want to look at the app, right? So this is the funny part of the story. Oh, so I go good. I, I randomly pick something out, and I'm like, okay, do this in an hour, right? It's like it'll be there tomorrow. Between. <laughs> I'm like tomorrow. I thought it was like an hour, and then I looked, and it's like, oh, I'm sorry. There's like, and I because I just arbitrarily picked something out that was like fifteen dollar bottle of wine or something. If you want so booze, like, just just. Get in your car and drive down to where E used to work, and right next door. I don't. I don't want any. I just well, obviously, if you're ordering I, I was, it online I, and you want it, in an I hour. wanted to see. I wanted to see this new service and what they offered, just because I was curious. I was bored and I was curious, and I wanted to look. Not only did I not, not only was it not an hour, but I, there was like a minimum. Like you had to spend like thirty or forty bucks or something. That's crazy. So 
I deleted the app immediately because I didn't want anything. But I thought that that kind of blows your whole marketing plan. You just told me on the commercial I'd get it within an hour. That's crazy. And that 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 liquor store you're talking about wasn't even in the app. It was the one down near Miller's Interstate. No, no, not that one. Down by near Taco Bell. Oh yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And apparently, maybe it's because it was Sunday. That's a, that's a standalone liquor store. It's not like in a strip mall or anything. You're a standalone liquor store. Authorities said offers. Oh, I've already read that mean? one. Ortiz then helped himself over the course of four days, as I said, to the food, liquor, and beer. Uh, police said Ortiz also removed beverages and other items from the establishment during his stay. According to authorities, restaurant managers estimate Ortiz had consumed and stolen several thousand dollars worth of food and beverage, including, Craig, 70 bottles of liquor in four days. 70? That's not even possible. That's not possible, unless they were like the airport-sized. You know what I'm talking about? The airplane? Yeah, that'll, do they sell, yeah I guess they sell some of those. I guess. Um, golly, 70 bottles. The eatery has been identified as Sol de Cuba Cafe, a Cuban restaurant located on Crown Street. Uh, the New Haven Police Department said the business had been closed and a manager's routine check of the building led to the discovery. That was a good story. <laughs> yeah, it was. Did, did, uh, I, I, I didn't even know that 70 bottles in four days was in that story, but that's the weirdest part of the whole thing. Hey, huh? hey, Mr. Glad, Mr. My neighbor, Mr. Gladsover just called. <laughs> you want to Keep them coming. These are awesome. <laughs> Whatever. Park rangers decided to bury a perfectly good dead whale. Instead of blowing it up. Now, this little background here, they may mention it in the story. They do. Have you, have you seen the video from yes. Portland in the 70s? Yes, That's what I, I, I used to watch it all the time because so it's for, so, what did they think was going to happen? I don't know. So for the so little background, if you're listening to the podcast, when the podcast is over, not now, I said not now, go look, not now, go look <laughs> on, what did I just say? Do not go right now. When, when the podcast is over. Better listen. listen. Better listen to him, folks. Go and look up the exploding whale video. It's an old film from uh, the seventies. It was when, when they used to film all the news stories on film, which we've said before, that's where the film at 11 line comes from because they had to go develop a film. Okay. Little, little history. And they decided in Portland that they were going to take care of this dead whale that was on the beach by blowing it up with dynamite. They didn't scientifically go about looking at how much they needed, what it would take to blow him up. And they basically, <laughs> the video, you see the, you see the detonation, you see the explosion, and then you hear the raining of blubber. And it dented cars. It hit people. There you go. It hit it it hit people. It was it was hitting cars. There was like blubber all over cars. That crane, Windows that, shattered. I think that crane was actually a victim of the of the original <laughs> explosion. It was it was it was hysterical. Oh my gosh. Watch it. Not now. I said not now. Yeah. After the podcast is over. Go look up Exploding Whale if you've never seen it before. But anyway, on Saturday, the carcass of a 40-foot gray whale washed up on the shore of the Sand Lake Recreation Area north of Pacific Bay. For longtime Oregon, Oregonians, Oregonians, that's hard to say, news of a dead whale appearing on a local beach should ring a few alarm bells, or rather, alarm dynamite. In case you don't know the story, we just told you, in 1970, <laughs> uh, a sperm whale of roughly the same size Washed up on the beach in Florence, Oregon, local officials considered several methods of disposing of the body, like dragging it back out to sea. Ultimately, they went with the most exciting, 
blowing it up really good. <laughs> uh, it it up was real good. It was a <laughs> bit of a disaster. The dynamite blew chunks of whale flesh 800 feet in the air, raining, uh, vis- raining viscera. Visca- I know the word viscera, viscera. Yes. Raining whale down on the bystanders and destroying a car. The whale, you say? Yeah. Uh, in the adjacent parking lot. So destroying a car. That's the part I talked about earlier. And uh, it's a moment that was lived in infamy that has lived in infamy ever since uh, most recently being uh, appropriated by a town in England as a what? <laughs> it's okay? recently being appropriated by a town in England as a coronavirus allegory. They refer to, I don't want to click on that. I'll go down some rabbit hole. We don't want to go down. Don't. Um, yeah. Now faced with a, yet another massive, rapidly decaying mammal, Beach Rangers. Beach Rangers. That's another good band name, Beach Rangers. Be- no, you can't do uh, that. Had an opportunity to thrill us yet with another spectacle and give wait, us wait, what did you say? Spectacle. No, you before that thr- thrill what? Opportunity to thrill us. Oh, thrill us yet? Because you said it all fast and it sounded bad. <clears throat> What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm just, I thought I would make sure I didn't have to go back and edit something. Hold on. The phone's ringing. Oh, it's Mr. Shut Your Face. He says <laughs> I'll, call, I'll have to call him back in a few minutes, okay? You done? Anyway. Go ahead. You think I could? I wish you would. Anyway, what did they, what did they do? Okay, what did they do? Oh. They, just, they just buried it. Is what they did. I'm skipping That's that. That's smart. That's smart. Sure, one could argue that this is the far more reasonable way to get rid of a rotting whale corpse, but blowing up dead whales is our birthright. <laughs> Whether we are actually, this is what the Oregonians say. Yeah, there's a little uh, bit of a uh, uh, personal. Yeah, it's their birthright. Whether yeah. we're actually born here or not, it might not be a great idea, but it's our idea. And anyway, since uh, when was uh, when has bad ideas stopped anyone from doing anything? For, for real. Uh, it said, they said, look, the world is so topsy-turvy right now, uh, and our way of life is being permanently altered by forces largely outside of our control. But ask yourself this. Do you really want to live in a state that won't dynamite giant animal carcasses <laughs> when given the chance? <laughs> give me exploding whales or give me death. Yeah. Preferably via a traumatic head injury caused by flying blubber. Yes. That is a great video. You need to go watch that. Yeah, podcast. it really is. Uh, all right, I'm going to put a picture up here. Study this for a nobody's minute. nobody's watching it. Who is that? All right, oh, it's the, it goes with the story. It goes okay. with the story, man. Headline is astronomer Lucianne Walkowitz sues America sues American girl the, the dolls the doll company says Luciano Vega doll stole her likeness. And when I first okay. saw this headline, I didn't see the picture. And when I first saw the headline, I thought, well, here's some some lady trying to you know, cash in on, on the name of a doll. No, I think she's, I think she's right. Astronomer Lucien Walkovitz is suing the maker of the American girl doll saying the company stole her likeness to create their astronaut doll, Luciana Vega. All right. My name is Luca. Anna. Walkovitz is an astronomer and Ted senior fellow at the Adler Planetarium and says she has spoken many times about Mars, including a TED Talk that has been viewed over 2 million times about Vega, the brightest star in the constellation of Lyra, and sits at Lyra's center. So her name, Luciana Vokovitz, and she discusses the star Vega a lot, including on a TED Talk, 
it, it gets even it gets even deeper here because in addition, Walkovitz says that her lawsuit that she has adopted a unique dress, look, and style, which includes a purple streak in her hair and distinctive holographic shoes, which, as you can see, the doll there has both. Got the purple hair and has the holographic shoes. The purple nurple? <laughs> no, not that, Craig. <laughs> Golly, man. She says the, Lu- boy, man. the Louisiana Vega doll also has the purple streak and wears uh, silver holographic shoes similar to the holographic shoes wore by Lucianne. Uh, the suit says that Mattel and American Girl used the same, uh, used the name and likeness of Luciana as well uh, as a well-known figure in astronomy, space, and STEM, who particularly has studied the star Vega in conjunction with the American Girl doll Luciana Vega, without obtaining My name is Luca, uh, without obtaining her authorization. But Craig, a rep, a representative for the American Girls uh, dolls, tells the rap. American Girl takes great pride in creating original characters for girls. We take any allegations to the contrary extremely seriously and intend to defend the case vigorously. As it is our policy not to comment on pending litigation, we can't comment further. Well, they did comment, so they broke the policy there. Walkovitz. Yes, yes. I don't know what's wrong with her. Walkovitz is seeing, uh, is seeing comp. Compensatory. <laughs> Walkovitz is seeking compensate, compensation, punitive, Money. and statutory damages, as well as the cease and desist of all sales of the Luciana Vega doll and accessories. So, what do you think? Um, I don't think much if I can help it. I mean, it, let's say you were on the jury. Would you go with Luciana or would you go with uh, Mattel? Mattel. No way. <laughs> They obviously they, stole they, this. They, they didn't model her model this doll after a nobody. They certainly did. This, Even look this, at the teeth. I no, mean, this chick's an. She's an. She's a. They said that she's a. Okay, a, so you're saying a, it's a, she's an astronomer. It, that means she's out of this world. You're saying she, it's a coincidence that they used her name, and the last name is a subject she talks about on TED often, and that she's got a purple purple streak in the same part of her hair, and she wears holographic shoes. That's what you, is. Am I, am I getting that right? No, yes. I don't know. Uh, you, what do you think? <laughs> no, I think she's uh, she's definitely in the right. I think I'm she Kim Jong, I'm trying to get Kim Jong to to cooperate here. He's I think she is uh he's he's cooperating nice. with me just fine. Well, you, fine. You you give him a hug. Oh, wait. Hang on. Don't don't start the story yet because we've got <laughs> Are you proud of yourself? <laughs> that may be the last time we ever get to play that. Um, well, I mean, that's true because there are reports that uh, he's not alive. There are reports. The well, no, it, it, he's near death. I haven't heard uh, anybody say no, they're that. Saying, they're saying veget- vegetative state. Yeah, he's eating salads. Well, you yeah, know, he's my height bit. and he weighs 300 pounds. <clears throat> go ahead he, they actually said no they actually said that he that the guy was operating on him wasn't used to operating on obese people i'm like well yeah he's the only one can you imagine being the doctor that has to operate on Kim oh, he's like i'm a dead man I'm yeah dead man. no matter what happens he's he's probably dead 
Anyway, Kim Jong-un in a vegetative state, Japanese media claims. Kim Jong-un's health appears to be more serious than initially believed, according to reports. Reports emerged earlier this week that Kim was gravely ill following heart surgery. He had a stent put in, apparently. Although that has since been disputed, however, Japanese media claims... uh, now claims that Kim is in a vegetative state following a stent procedure. That guy's never been near a vegetable. <laughs> Japanese uh, magazine Sh- uh, Shukan Jindai Shukan? Uh, reported Shukan? that Kim Kal- what? Shukan? <sighs> is that what you, you said? Shukan. Shukan. Got finished now? Go ahead. Um, however, Japanese media now claims that Kim is in a vegetative state following a stent procedure. Japanese magazine, okay, I said this already, Shukan, Shuka, Shuka, Shukan, <laughs> Gendai, reported that Kim collapsed during a visit in a rural area in April, reportedly required a stent procedure following the incident. Um, the magazine subsequently detailed how the surgeon in charge of Kim's operation was not used to dealing with obese patients. I've heard that somewhere before yeah, and was too nervous during the operation, leading to delays that left Kim in a vegetative state. The magazine cited uh, an unnamed member of Kim's medical team. Well, how do you call that guy if he has no name? That's how does that work? I, I, I don't know. Uh, they, a nickname, maybe? Stumpy? Come through. Get Get that guy. Come on, he's going with me. They should get that guy and the horse with no name together. <laughs> I mean, you'd have a real long song. Yeah, a really dumb one, too. Anyway, meanwhile, Reuters reported Don't diss America. Uh, not the country, but the band. No, sure. don't. No. Uh, meanwhile, Reuters Back at the hotel. Friday. <sighs> well, you, you keep setting me up. <sighs> hey, Mr. Continue your story called. Hey, Mr. Stuff, it's on the phone for you. <laughs> Reuters reported Friday that China had dispatched a team that included, I bet Korea's doing the dispatching, if you yes, know what I mean. Yes. That included medical experts to North Korea following conflicting reports regarding Kim's health. The Chinese Communist Party's International Liaison Department departed for North Korea on Thursday. Those involved are keeping quiet about the nature of the trip and even the sources that reported on the trip are keeping quiet regarding what it means for Kim's current state. South Korean government officials initially reported on Tuesday that Kim was handling state affairs as usual and that the government showed no unusual activity following rumors of Kim's poor health. South Korea's Yonhap News Agency, Who? in response... You're not going to let me get through this, are you? <laughs> push, push through. Nice video, nice video, by the way. Thanks. Um, uh, in response to the report said it's not true and there was no specific trend. They're looking for a um, lookalike. That's probably trying, true. Yeah, double. They're trying, to, they're trying to fatten up one guy that might look like him. <laughs> He'd have to eat a whole lot of crystal vittles. Well, they, could, they could order one of those uh, sumo wrestler inflatable suits. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're wearing right now, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Um, on Wednesday, Vice Chair, you just fell into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> you fell backwards. You disappeared. Do that again. Look, uh, he's in the what? More, more, more. No, you're not doing it right. I shouldn't have said anything. Um, let's see. South Korean. What uh, am I on this story now? You <laughs> cannot know, be man. quiet for more than three seconds. Um, 
Joint Chiefs of Staff General, okay, this is uh, Wednesday Vice Chairman of the Joint Chief of uh, Staff General John Hyden said he has no reason not to assume that Kim Jong-un is, uh, is still in control of the country. White House officials confirmed that two Fox News that they were monitoring Tupac. the situation, but uh, confirmed nothing further. On Thursday, President Trump said he thought the report uh, Kim was ill was incorrect. I'm hearing that was his dad. documents. Huh? That was his dad. Yeah, I'm hearing they're, they're using very old documents, Trump said when asked about Kim during the White House daily coronavirus briefing. I hear the report, and it was an incorrect report. It's basically one of the worst reports I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's like absolutely the worst. You guys have fake news next. I hope it was an incorrect report. Earlier this month, uh, during North Korea's Day of the Sun celebration, Kim was absent. Your, uh, your uh, Trump is getting better, by the way. That's not no. That's just me. It, it's marvelous. It's it's just spectacular. It's my hair. <laughs> Don't touch my hair. Don't touch my hair. It was pretty much the best ever. But anyway, he didn't show up to the uh, Day of the Sun celebration, so he's probably in a vegetative state somewhere dead. Yeah, probably. I don't know though, Craig. It it may be. Uh, who knows? What what if you know who's in line after him? Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> could be no his sister is in line oh, yeah and man. she she didn't uh sound much better if you know what i'm saying it's time for the mark patch top 10 <laughs> top 10 songs that perfectly describe the coronavirus outbreak this comes to us from the top your reliable source for top 10 lists. Unreliable source. Your reliable source, www.thetop10s.com. We have no affiliation at all. Well, we use their number list. 10, number 10 of the top 10 songs that perfectly describe the coronavirus outbreak. Dying Ain't Much of a Living by Bon Jovi. Wasn't that a, uh, that's, that's a, uh, a movie quote too, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, number nine, In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Number eight. Isolation, Joy Division. That's a good one. Uh, number seven of the top ten, what is it? Top, top ten songs that perfectly describe the coronavirus outbreak. Number seven, Social Disease by Bon Jovi. Uh, number six, Staying Alive by the Heebie-Jeebie-Jeebie-Heebie-Jeebies. <laughs> Apparently, a couple of them are staying alive, even though they've been dead for so long. Uh, number five of the top ten songs that perfectly describe the coronavirus outbreak, brought to you by the yes. greatest, the greatest living entertainer on earth, "Schools Out" by Alice Cooper. Number four, top ten songs that perfectly describe the coronavirus outbreak. Number four, "Toxic," Britney Spears. I don't know that one. I think that's the only one on the list. I don't know. Uh, I number three, you, you might know it if you heard it. You might. You was might it a hit? I think so. We're old. We don't know. The only I song I know was. by her is uh, Oops, I Did It Again. Yeah, that was, yeah, that, yeah. That's Go it. Go ahead. All right, number three. Top 10 songs that perfectly describe the coronavirus outbreak, Stay Away by Nirvana. Number two, It's the End of the World as We Know It and I Feel Fine. Fantastic song. Uh, the number one top 10 song that perfectly describes the coronavirus outbreak, Don't Stand So or, Close <laughs> to Me, The Police. Or describes an inappropriate relationship between a teacher and his student. <laughs> yeah, specifically. Uh, <laughs> the, normally, we we end the show right here, Craig. But we got we got four honorable mentions to this to this category. Why did you you just 
made these up, didn't you? No, no, these are on the list. If you go to oh, okay. uh, now, see the way the top tens works is they get they they give you a subject, you put your uh, vote in, you can add. So there could be 150 of these. I didn't well, go down very well, far. Well, I wish. If only we were that lucky. Number, okay, honorable mention. <laughs> yesterday, the Beatles. Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far away. Did you watch that movie yet? Yes, I did. Loved so it. So good. Yeah, it's very so good. good. Very good. Uh, honorable mention number two, I the Mask by In Flames. I've never heard the song uh, or the band. Sick and Tired of this list by uh, <laughs> Anastasia. And my favorite, this should be number one. Honorable mention, Don't Believe the Hype, My Public Enemy. That perfectly describes the coronavirus situation. I'd like to thank Lori. She's been sitting uh, six feet from me, totally quiet during this entire... Oh, except for the stink eye. Well, that's still quiet. I'd like to say hello to my pops and my mom, but not Alan. Hey, I just got some. I got some fan mail here. Yeah, Let's see it. Yeah, it's from uh, uh, Mr. Gashu Anoimi uh, from Japan. <laughs> you keep them coming. Keep them coming. All right, I'm out of here. Go watch the exploding whale video on YouTube. Thank you, Mark Patch. Thank you, thank you, Mark Patch.